We're back for another exciting episode of The Spicy Life. I am your relationship expert and magnetic matchmaker, Spicy Mari. And today, as always, we have a special guest in the G-spot for you, Jason Panza. The crowd goes wild. Jason Panza is a thought leader on minority health, social entrepreneurship, and family planning. Morehouse alumni Jason Panda is an award-winning businessman, organizer with extensive experience in sexual wellness. His mission-driven approach has helped to promote national and global dialogue on minority health issues, contraception, and the role of social entrepreneurship in providing data-driven solutions. In 2011, Jason founded Beholding Group LLC. Beholding Group LLC is the distributor of Be Condoms, the only Black-owned condom brand that works to decrease health disparities. Every day, Jason Panda is an activist to push the culture forward. Ah, the crowd goes wild for you, Jason. Welcome to the Spicy Life. Nah, thank you, Mari. Well, thank you for having me. I'm definitely excited. Absolutely. Uh, a fellow uh, Morehouse alum, a brother over here. So got to mm-hmm. give, got to show you love. But uh, nah, sure. today's episode, how to bring you in because there's a pandemic going on. And mm-hmm. uh, you're very familiar with other illnesses and disease. <laughs> and so I wanted yeah. you to, you know, discuss with us some of the uh, myths and facts when it comes to men's sexuality. So uh, that's actually a, go a really good question. Um, I, I think a lot of it when, it, when it comes to like myths and facts, especially kind of like with a focus on like men and sexuality, a lot of it relates to kind of like male size, mm-hmm. right? So I'm sure like all of the women out there, everybody's first question is, you know, do you have like an extra large condom, right? Like, and I think one of the myths, especially if we're going to talk about in the black community is that like all men have like 12 inch penises, right? Like, <laughs> so we're just going to get spicy <laughs> right away. I was going to start. Yeah, like, you know, like why? We're just going to dive right into it. <laughs> nice and hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, trust you into the hard part. I'll be where the rubber meets the road. Okay, you know, okay. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make it work. Um, but yeah, so what that ends up doing is it ends up adding on a lot of like risk factors that probably wouldn't be the case otherwise, right? Yeah. So I don't know what your experience is, but a lot of times, you know, we'll get feedback from women and from like customers that'll be like, hey, you know, we tried out like one of your competitors, let's say like a Trojan Magnum or like a Durex XL, and then we tried yours. And it was actually bigger or felt bigger and it ended up like sliding off and into the woman, right? Now, Whoa. one of the things that I say, like that's not like a condom issue as yeah. much as it's kind of like men need to kind of like know their size, right? So I think part of that education is realizing that like, you know, every man doesn't have to be an XL kind of condom wearer, right? Like you can have good kind of like a sense of self, like and, you, and what happens is when you wear a condom that doesn't necessarily fit, you're actually not putting only yourself at risk. You're also putting your partner at risk. Right? But what about the male ego, though? You guys always want to reach for the big ones. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the delicate male ego. Like, that's by far, like, one of the biggest things that you have to maneuver, right? Because different men make up for their ego or, like, their lack of, like, sense of self in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. right? So, and I think a lot of times you know, like, like our women end up having to be the reflection of that, both for the good end of yes, it, right? Absolutely. So like, if things, if things are going good in our life, they're definitely feeling it, right? Like, you know, everybody's happy, everybody's healthy, everybody's got their energy, right? But when things are going bad or not so well, they're also kind of like that first... We lost you for a second. Yeah, they're also <laughs> the first person to, to, to experience that side of it. 
Um, so that's why I would say like, you know, when it comes to the male ego, it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's first important to understand like, you know, you don't necessarily have to define yourself by outside factors, right? Like, uh -huh. and, and, and I think that that's something that's really true for men, not only men, but women as well. Like, let's say somebody's, you know, they're getting like breast implants, like that, that go beyond what, what they may feel comfortable with because somebody else had it in a video, right? Or let's say like, you know, got like, and, and I think this coronavirus in a lot of ways, it actually exposes it. Right, because like do tell, do you can't tell. Get no haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have vulnerabilities gotta, too, insecurities. Yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh. like like the good and the bad, right? Like you can't women can't get them like eyelashes or whatever. They ain't got them. We like we are who we are, right? Yeah. But but I think that that's kind of the beauty of of our authentic self as well. Um. So yeah. So that I, I guess that's one of the things that I would say. Just kind of stay cognizant. Measure his size though. So you said that like, don't get, you know, bigger mm -hmm. than what you are because it might slip off. How would mm -hmm. a guy measure just busting out a ruler? What's the best way to know your length and circumference? Like, I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you, it's actually like nothing's wrong with a ruler. Like, <laughs> like is it like measuring I, tape? What are they important. supposed to do? Yeah, like, like take out a ruler, put yourself beside it and see where, see, see where you size up, right? Like, one of the things that I will say is like most condoms, right? If you're looking at like a standard size condom, right? A standard size condom is like 180 millimeters, like lengthwise, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say it's about between 51 and 53 in terms of width, right? Like if you want a snug fit and you don't necessarily measure that, like it's kind of like a sneaker, right? Or, 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 or like a pair of Jordans or whatever it yeah. is. If you don't measure that big, right, then it's best to kind of stay within that range and you'll get a nice thug fit. You won't have to worry about it kind of slipping off. And then you'll know you'll actually be able to enjoy it because you'll be able to get that sensation that comes from like a more, a more intimate uh, relationship between, you know, the male penis, the, the condom, and then the female body or whatever. Um, whereas now, now if you're a lot bigger than that, then, you know, the, the XL condom generally goes from like 200 right? So let's say 200 millimeters, like lengthwise, <laughs> all the way up until like 220, right? But then that's even without having it necessarily like expand. Like our condom, we actually have pictures of guys putting it over their head. Oh, like, wow. Like ain't, no, ain't no one got elephantitis like that. Oh, right? where was like, that when we were running out of masks? <laughs> we could have been using uh, yeah. your condoms for masks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But talk to me about though, what is going on right now for the condom industry? Because I have a lot of clients who are turning down, you know, dates because they're afraid to, you know, go out. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned, you know, the, the male ego earlier and you guys not having yeah. that fresh cut. So you're kind of, kind of avoiding seeing women too. There's not an exchange or it doesn't seem like there would be a high exchange of physical intimacy right now with everything yeah. going on with COVID. Now, I'll tell you, COVID's actually had a very interesting impact on the condom industry in two sides, right? Now, data hasn't been released from the U.S., like in terms of our health departments, but data has been released from like Canada, right? And what it showed in Canada was that nine out of the 10 of the different like provinces or different yeah. states as we would kind of have them here had increases in STDs. What? Yes, no. yes. And, 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 it, and it makes sense though, right? So what happened was at the very beginning of, of, of COVID, there was a massive run on condoms, right? Everybody went to the grocery store, they bought all of the condoms. Why? But then at that point, you, they, weren't, <laughs> they were no longer available. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't understand the correlation. I don't know, like, you know, toilet paper. Oh, they were just like, yeah, let me get no, everything because I, I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get this product again. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, 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 maybe, and maybe that was it, right? So they had a massive run at the very beginning. And then what happened was as COVID hit, a lot of our suppliers or a lot of our manufacturing facilities were shut down. Yeah. Right? So we couldn't even really source to bring more condoms in. So, you know, a lot of people were like, yo, they ain't going to give up that nut. Like, like you know, they, they, they still wanted to be oh, able to do what they were going to do. Right. And, and if they had a condom, they probably would have used it. But if they ain't got it, then they just like, you know, I'll just I'll just shoot it to the wind. And people aren't probably testing as much right now for STDs since oh, yeah, it was yeah, hard not, to get into the hospital and, and, and everybody was testing for COVID. Mm-hmm. And then one of the interesting things that they, that, they are, that the researchers also showed is that a lot of people are now kind of going to telehealth. So, oh, yeah, doing like a interview or, yeah, letting them exactly. know. Uh-huh. Exactly. Because they, they don't want to go to the hospital all of right. a sudden, but they can kind of like, in, in, in a semi-anonymous way, because you don't really know who your physician's going to be if you're going on telehealth, then they can kind of say, okay, you know, I have this issue with my penis, or the girl may say, you know, I got this, in, this issue with my vagina. Um, and then the other interesting thing that I will say in terms of how, you know, COVID has kind of impacted our specific industry yeah. is we do a lot of business with government, right? So like, you know, we're a primary contractor. So, you know, like, let's say all of the condoms given away by like health clinics, or like, you know, nonprofits mm-hmm. and schools. And so we supply millions of those a year, right? What's now happening is the government has no easy way by which they can distribute those condoms because oh, of social wow. distancing. So what ends up happening is like, you know, like let's say you go to like uh, a funk fest or some like big like concert or whatever, and you'd always see the little health department out there yeah. at the table, you know, giving away their condoms, right? They do that at almost all of the events, but because of COVID now, and there are no like big massive concerts, there are no like right. different events that they can kind of set up on. They now need to kind of figure out how are they going to be able to get condoms to the community, right? In the absence and like a new kind of like a COVID existing uh, society, which is yeah. a real challenge for them. So they have all of the budgets, but they don't have the means by which to distribute them to get them to the people that need them. Can't we just send a plane to fly over neighborhoods and just make it rain on them? <laughs> I don't know. I well, we, we talking about rice now. Like, 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 yeah, we, we like in Somalia dropping big bags of rice. <laughs> I can't even get my Amazon package on time, so you know it's going nah, to be good. Nah, I've been waiting. Now. I was already supposed to get a package with Amazon. That bad boy ain't showed up yet. Question. <laughs> Are you in a relationship? Because it's a relationship show. No, nah, nah, like, I'll tell you right now, I'm like single. Um, but I, but I will say like, in terms of the relationship thing, another reason why, like, you know, and I'm, and I'm sure like, you know, when most people, when they're in relate, they don't use condoms, right? Like, Correct. it'll get to that one, it'll get to that one point where, you know, kind of like trust is established. Yep. So then they'll say, you know, like, is it really necessary? I trust you. You trust me. You know, I ain't going to go nowhere. And then all of a sudden the condom goes off. At what point do you think? that it's okay for the condom to go off? Like how committed do you need to be or maybe not in your opinion? I am pro commitment all of the time when it comes to, Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm, course, mm -hmm. you know, being sexual with someone, but everybody has their own definition of like first date, four dates, and then it can come off. When do you say that it can come off? From a business perspective, never. (laughs) Condom comes off. Right, you want your sales to keep coming. You're like, I know you're married, spicy, but you should still be using condoms. I'm like, why? <laughs> no, but real, when someone's dating, though. No, no, but but real talk, like, um, I would say a lot of it all has to do when when you get in a point at which you're comfortable in a relationship enough mm-hmm. to kind of like share your status, and they're comfortable enough for sh- to share theirs. 
then I think that that's a discussion that you can kind of allow to kind of happen naturally. Um, one of the things that I will say is as it relates to kind of like condom usage, one interesting fact that we found was let's say like you hook up with somebody today, right? Yeah. And the guy sleeps over or whatever. And then the following morning, condom usage decreases almost 50%. Yeah, makes sense. Right, so like a certain level and, of comfort, that has a lot established physical intimacy, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. It's like what happens is once that level of trust is already established, and you know, a woman will share her body and a man will share his body, it's like then there's it like, like there's like a natural progression, and, mm-hmm. and that's why, at least for our company, we do a lot of marketing and kind of promotion amongst the youth, right? Because oh, what sorry. happens is in a, a lot of tampons and you know, feminine products whereby by 25, condom usage decreases like 50, 75%. Women Everybody already starts going raw doggy? <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but it's a mix of factors, right? Like women either know their bodies, like they've had birth control for a little while, like they've gone, they've maybe had a boyfriend that didn't use condoms as consistently mm-hmm. and he pulled out or whatever it is, or they're looking for more serious relationships, right? So there may not necessarily be, you know, the stigma behind having a kid, yeah. that there may be otherwise, right? Whereas like, if you take that same girl at 16, 17, she's mm-hmm. like worried about somebody calling her dad, yeah. somebody calling her mom, the dude's like, he, he's like worried about the same scenario. And then you have a longer term client as well, right? So you may get somebody to, that, that'll, that'll rock with your brand from like 15 to 25 um, before they kind of like drop off. But why be condoms? Why did we need a condom for the black community? Why couldn't we just use the regular um, I, regular I, 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 Trojans? I think a few different reasons, right? Like I'm a firm believer in representation, mm-hmm. right? Like up until we kind of launched, like if you, if you look at the boards, if you look at the marketing teams, none of them actually employ people of color, mm. right? So even us as a smaller company, given I may have done 40 million condoms last year, right? But even us as a smaller brand, I am, why should I have to, like, I employ more people of color than all, almost all of my competitors. Yeah. Right. And, and that's a, and that's just on the representation part. And then I think the other part is we deserve quality as good, if not better. Yeah. Right. So when I talk about my condom and I'm like, you know, we use natural organic, you know, rubber latex, you know, we use lubricant that's really sensitive to women's bodies because, you know, a lot of people may have like sensitivities, especially black women. Right. And then when I talk about like some of like the the other features it what it really does is we're we're then able to guarantee that what we're distributed in our community not only is it as good as but it's actually better than what's distributed in a lot of other communities and then i think lastly it's the impact right like Mm -hmm. i i think if if what kind of like if if you look what's kind of like happening with mass market if no one's really looking or working with our community we're just gonna get overlooked yep right like so if, if if we look at like um, this health disparities when it comes to teenage pregnancy. If we look at health disparities when it comes to HIV and AIDS, when it comes to chlamydia or gonorrhea, no one's really targeting with specific solutions our community. Yeah, Trojan and Durax and Lifestyles will come and take all of that money, but what's actually kind of coming in to our communities to try to educate this next yep. generation and lead so us important. further ahead as a community? And, and that's one aspect that I think was definitely needed and one aspect in terms of like why I stay passionate about being an advocate for safe sex, about being an advocate for moving our culture forward, and, and also just being an advocate about black entrepreneurship and making sure that we got a seat at the table, right? Because if we're spending $300 million a year in condoms, which yeah. is what we spend, why, don't, why, 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 why aren't we really represented on the business side? 
Yep. Um, and if I look at like what, you know, other people have been able to do in other industries, whether it was like Damon, John and clothing, right. Whether it was kind of like a masterpiece and kind of showing what disruption within the music industry can look like, you know, we own all of nightlife except for the condom. We own the clubs, we own the music, we own, oh, clothing, we own the liquor. Yeah. Right. Like, everybody at the end of the day is having sex, right? So we need to own that as well, right? It's, it's kind of like these last elements that it's now time to, you know, a new generation or whatever come through and say, yo, we want our place. We want our seat at the table and we're here to own and not just be kind of figureheads on like an endorsement deal. Right. No, absolutely. Oh, I love every single point that you said because it makes so much sense that we would need our, like our target demographic so that that way we have not just representation internally on the corporate side, but also externally ambassadors out there. When we see our people like promoting this product, we're also more likely to pay attention because mm-hmm. we know we're represented as well. So exactly. I exactly. love, love, exactly. love what you're doing. But <laughs> yeah, what is the percentage of male versus female who are buying your condoms? The interesting thing is like, um, our, our, in terms of marketing, we skew more heavily female. And in terms of buying, we skew more heavily male. Right? Surprise, Which surprise. Is... <laughs> Why are you skewing so, towards women when it comes to the marketing? I, I think that women are more open. Um, and I think they're more willing to support a new brand, especially kind of like a black brand. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and, and, and I go kind of like, I look at like the history of like black culture, whatever. It's all like black women have been the foundation of everything good that's ever happened with the culture. Like Facts. there would be no MLK. With no <laughs> like li- literally, like if you look at Matt, like this was never a strong institution in the black community. Like we hold up all of the churches. You <laughs> make it that one preacher, man, but who's doing all that legwork, right? Right, right, right. And like, so in a lot of ways, like, you know, it's our black women that kind of pick and choose a kind of like what's a proper representation and they're able to lift us up, right? So I think from that side, you know, like we've like our foundation in terms of our marketing, in terms of kind of like our experience. And it's good because, you, you know, half our employees are black women as well. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, we've kept kind of like in, in, I guess, like an honest perspective in terms of making sure that we include that element um, and making sure that they're represented because they're not represented by anybody else. Um, and then I think when it comes to buying, it still is men that buy. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know. Most women, what they'll, they'll support as well, but it's funny. Most women, like a professional woman, let's say 25 to yeah. 35, they'll have like a night draw right beside the bed. Yep. <laughs> our tour drawer, that's our drawer for all the toys, all the lubes, all the yeah. stuff. Right. <laughs> Everybody has that drawer. Or, yeah, I still got that drawer, okay? No, it's like, when yeah. my husband falls asleep, I still open up my little drawer. facts but it would make sense why you would market towards women though because we are more likely to be interested and you know open to new products and bring that home or to you know our boo and then say hey try these ones versus Mm -hmm. like although it's very male driven and who's making that purchase our purchasing power is so strong that if we suggest it they will listen they're more likely to listen to us and that's why the the voice of queen and we got we we (laughs) would we're in your ear we can build an empire (laughs) yeah yeah no trust one thousand percent and and everybody knows it's always like the the women are always the brains behind the operation right like they're like so what ends up happening is like guys may be like oh why are you different oh you know what a that Whereas like a woman, they'll hear you out. Like they'll vet you in their own kind of ways. And then if they see like, okay, this is something we can rock with, they'll bring us on and through kind of like that diffusion or osmosis of information, yeah. then we kind of like lead more into like the black male discussion 
and that and then then we kind of like we're able to raise that way but it's I almost think like we could almost like write a, like a psychology paper just in terms of like yep. how we've been able to kind of maneuver through the black experience. Um, but, I, but I love it. I, I would, speak I would to choose though, nothing else. Speak to though why, because it is still very taboo for us as mm-hmm. women to carry condoms on us, whether it's male condoms or female condoms. If we are mm-hmm. caught with condoms on us, we are seen as more promiscuous, right? It is if a man mm-hmm. pulls open that drawer and he sees a box of condoms, he's going to think that you're a hoe, where if we pull open his drawer, it's just like, oh, you know, he, he's, he's a player, but, you know, I'm going to change it. Like, it's a different perspective in how it's embraced. We expect him to have a box of condoms. We're even counting through them to make sure that, you know, the last number that we counted is still exactly the same. And if he were to do that to us, it would be yeah, a done yeah. and done. Why is that? Why is it so taboo for us to have condoms on us? Um. I, I think a lot of it is just kind of like the way, like, I don't think people really appreciate how sex is kind of intertwined with our full experience, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's the one aspect from like, let's say from when a girl hits puberty and a man kind of hits puberty all the way until like, you know, we, we leave this earth. That's kind of consistent throughout. Like it's that urge. It's that like sense of fulfilling. It's that sense of need. And I think what happens is when it comes to women or like there's always that mindset that, you know, you want like that, like pure, right? Like I, every, every, everybody wanted it. Like they, like, you know, everybody will say like, you know, you want a freak in a bedroom, but like, you know, uh, uh, a lady in the streets, a, a, a regular lady in the, lady freak in the, in the streets. Whatever, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think a lot of it is sexist and a lot of it's kind of like yeah. compounded culture and compounded thinking that's been passed down generations. Right. Like, and I think what it all also does is it inhibits a lot of women in terms of, them feeling free to have their own sexual experience and sexual Mm -hmm. journey because what i think it does it really delays in a lot of in a a lot of ways it makes people feel women feel guilty for being able to enjoy sex as they should be able to at a certain point in time of their life until they kind of like release themselves of all of that pressure right like and kind of like come to that point which is saying nothing's wrong with me owning my sexuality nothing's wrong with me liking this and liking that and then they're able to own it um, but, but, I, but a lot of that's just passed down through like uber conservative men and then people that just want to have one set of thinking, even though they may not necessarily be living that way as well. So do women think that it's crazy that you've never had sex without a condom? I wish that was true. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I like kind of made the, yes, I put but, that on you. I put you in the hot seat. <laughs> so you're saying, Jason, because you are, you are the brand, you are the face of your company. What makes you take yeah, the condom yeah, off? Yeah. If we're pushing condoms and sexual health, what makes you take the condom off? I think a level of like trust, right? I'm no different, right? Like I can't like, I, what I can say is, yes, I have a lot more education. I can tell you almost any condom question in the world. I can walk you from the rubber tree mm-hmm. all the way down to the end consumer. Am I a perfect ambassador? <laughs> Not all the time. Like, You're like, like I'm still like, a man. I am still human. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just being real. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a preacher. You know, I'm not a politician. Right? Like, <laughs> and... But, 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 but like anybody else, right? Like given I'm at a point now where I don't have kids, right? So I'm looking to have kids, right? So, you know, let's say I start dating somebody and then we're getting serious. Mm-hmm. I, I most likely, you know, we get to a certain level that I'm going to be looking to have to wear a condom because I'm more interested in procreation. I, I guess this phase and stage of my life than I may have been a while ago. 
But I can tell you over the last like nine years, I never used a different type of condom outside of a beef condom. <laughs> But I did use one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I made you know, sure to use my I, own. I, I, I can say, you know, when I do use them, I only use my own, right? Like, <laughs> Jason, why are you single? You know, I'm a professional matchmaker. Uh, I'm going to pitch you right now. Why are you single and what are you looking for? No, I'm, I'm single, number one, because I made a decision about, like, I used to practice law, right? So I used to be an attorney before I started a condom company, right? And what my thought was that I wouldn't be able to kind of move forward professionally mm -hmm. if I kind of had, like, let's say I would have had a kid 10 years ago when I seemingly may have been stable from like a lawyer perspective. I didn't think that the business would have been further ahead where I would have been able to kind of pursue that as a full-time career. Right. So I ended up kind of like when I, when I left law, like you had to think I was making what $200,000 a year and I went from that to zero to go and build a company. Yeah. Right, like I don't care. I dated a boatload of women, and like everybody always says, "Oh yeah, I'll wait, I'll ride with you." You know, <laughs> yeah, like ain't no one riding no ten years. Like I'm nine years in the game right now, right? Like no one was gonna ride for me like that. Like I, I wouldn't expect it to, right? So I think in a lot of ways, I had to get to a place and space in my own life where, like, you know, I was financially comfortable. Mm -hmm. I was professionally comfortable. This is kind of who I am. Like you know, like mm -hmm. like there's 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 no more shape. Um, and, and did I have, am I now learning things at like my age or whatever that I probably should have learned 10 years ago? Yes. Right. Like, like, but I think that I'm also kind of like mature enough now to kind of like know what I want, know what I need. And then also have an idea about what would be a good compliment. What um, do you want? So yeah, so that, need? that, huh? Uh, what do you want? What do you need? We're marketing you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to double your income right now. Wait, what do you, look, uh, there's a lot like, of successful like, women like, that like, listen. Like, <laughs> go ahead jason this is your opportunity. I, I, I don't know like what what's what's important for me more so than anything like i, I would say three parts compatibility um because like yeah like it's in my, i i love getting it in don't get me wrong you know like shit i'm in condoms right but like i ain't 18 years old no more i ain't got to chase every piece of stuff out there i, I live i live the full life right like I, I don't need to be in the streets every night, right? So, like, I think somebody that I can actually, like, be with, mm -hmm. that I enjoy spending time with, right? Like, to me, that's, like, port, like that's, like, key. That's, like, key number one, right? Of course, you got to be attracted to her or whatever. Um, so, I think, like, you know, that would come number. And then somebody that we got a similar vision, right? Like, what, like, you know, what is it really that you want, right? Like, for a lot of people... You know, like they have one vision, like other people may have another vision. Like, you know, I, I kind of have an idea. I'm not trying to work forever or whatever. Hopefully, you know, I build a company up, I sell it off and I'm, yeah. I'm retired on a beach somewhere, you know, teaching a class in the house, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like trust, like, you know, put 15 years in, in five years, sell it off and then teach at Morehouse. Like, like that would be, that would teach be amazing. entrepreneurship, right? Like, and invest in people that were like me years ago. Right. Like mm -hmm. that's what my goal is. And then kind of be a stay at home dad. Right. You know, I enjoy kids. I had a really engaged dad. Right. Like, so I, I think, I think a lot of it depends upon like, like what somebody else would want. And, and if that fits, um, cause you know, it ain't by the, by the explaining note, we ain't changing a lot or whatever. So I think it's just a lot easier if you get some, some people that got a similar vision and they're like, all right, you can do this. I can do this. Yeah. We get to the same place and then we're just rocking out and then loyalty. Cause that loyalty piece, man, like that's, that that that's as big as compatibility right like yeah you can be compatible but you just never know yeah. what happens if somebody catches cancer right like what happens if 
one of my boys got sick with COVID, right? Like his woman literally oh, no, had to I'm be so there sorry. along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. But like literally like nursing him to help, right? Like, you know, you don't, you don't need somebody, something where like if one thing goes wrong, people start looking left and looking right. Um, so, I, so I think like just big picture, that's definitely like what I'm looking for. Is that the new loyalty question? Like if I had COVID, would you take care of me? Like that's the, <laughs> that's the new, that's the new like till sickness, you know, and death, till death do us part. Through sickness and health, yeah, till death do us part. But like, what is women's, I guess, reaction to you when you are out there promoting your business or you're at events or even just out for some yeah. nightlife and you're like, yes, yeah, so I run a condom company. I, I think that like, like a lot of times, I think the first thing is shock, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they, they'll first look at you to kind of like look up and down. They'd be like, like, is he serious? And the last, like, you know, you mean like real estate, like condos? Like, and I'm like, <laughs> nah, ma, like. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I mean like, you know, the real high rise, right? right. Like, you know, we only push that like. David, you're talking <laughs> about condominiums. <laughs> so, and, and then, and then what happens is after that, then they kind of look to be like, yo, like, is this man like dealing in porn? Like, you ain't doing female mm. trafficking or nothing like that. And I'm like, like, it's amazing where people's minds go, yeah. right? And then I think from there, then the question, like, and I don't know, I'm, I'm somebody that really doesn't care what anybody else thinks about a lot of things. But then a lot of times their next reaction goes, how do I package this? Like, mm -hmm. like how do I tell my mom? Like, like you saw, I'm like, yo, like, shit, I got a job like anybody else. Like, right. I'm preaching, giving. Do I, do I promote an adult? Yes. But do I also sit and, and, and walk six like middle school kids, right, on like sex ed. Like I need to be kind of adaptable and maneuverable enough to be able to be kind of open-minded that different people's experience or exposure to sex may be different. Yeah. And what I'm trying to do is move our culture forward at the end of the day. I don't knock anybody else. Like I don't care if my, let's, let's say like I've dated girls who are teachers. I've dated girls unemployed. I've dated girls that were like boss women. Like then like I've had that full experience and like at the end of the day, my question is, are you happy? Right? Like, because if That's you ain't happy, I ain't gonna important question. Right? It... <laughs> no, seriously, are you happy? That's an important question. Yeah, because if you're not happy, like that energy is gonna float off. Like, ain't yep. nothing nothing worse than being around somebody that's miserable, right? And I don't do a lot of complaining, so I'm like, yo, are you gonna change it? Or like, well, let's figure out how to change it, or you gotta stop complaining. Um so yeah, that, a lot of times that's, that's been my experience. I want to do so, so yes. And, uh, we're going to get you hitched. Uh, <laughs> so you can, so you can have me. You already got somebody in mind. I'm, actually, you, I do. You got, you but got, you ladies, take your mind. bid. You can email me at info at the spicy life. If you want to win a date with Jason, I'll be auctioning him off. Uh, but no, seriously, like you seem like you have it all together. You're just looking or you know, waiting for the right person who meets those elements of what you're looking for, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because we yeah, want to- And, and, and another thing mates. is like, I, I lived in New York for like 10 years, right? But now what's happening is like, literally like this week, I'm moving to Atlanta. So I just- Wait, got, why? Like, like I'm moving- For me, all a lot of my state contracts are all of the Southeast. And for okay. business-wise, it's like a perfect move, right? So I have contracts with like Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, South Carolina, Georgia. Like that Southeast corridor, I get a lot of money, right? Um, whereas I don't get as much in the Northeast. 
And then my goal had always been from my Morehouse days, the moment I get kind of like set up and comfortable, yeah. return back to the A and live life, right? I live like, in my- <laughs> I used to live off of Roswell. I stayed in Alpharetta. So- I lived in Alpharetta and Buckhead. I love Atlanta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. So I'm definitely like, um, I got a big, I got a big warehouse. I got like a moving my headquarters. Like this for me is like, it's, 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 it's exciting. It's, it's, I'm a little bit nervous about it. Cause I've never done some of the things that I'm going to be doing on a level that I'm doing it. Mm, um, but it, but it, but it's in a place where like, I'm not looking to move a lot. Right. So like, I'm probably going to be in Atlanta to the day I die. Like from here on out, like I did, I did overseas. I did New York. I did DC. You know, I'm from Boston. So like, yeah, the A's with now where we gonna put our boots in and make it work. I love it. I love it. Well, Atlanta's a great place to be, but you'll be able, I mean, when it comes to condoms, we need those all over the U.S. So <laughs> I want you to educate us more though about condoms, about sex and some of the misconceptions that we have as far mm-hmm. as what condoms usage is for. Like we know, okay, it protects us from SCDs and pregnancy, but what else is there to a condom? I, I think part of it is um, that, like, like yeah, essentially the, 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 the two main uses for, for a condom are, like, you know, to protect against pregnancy, right? So pregnancy prevention, family planning, and then the other one is kind of like disease prevention, right? Uh, when it comes to condoms, it is important to, to kind of acknowledge that condoms don't protect against all STDs, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say somebody has herpes, right? Like, condoms are, it, it lowers the risk, but it's not a perfect kind of protective barrier because if somebody has an open sore mm-hmm. or somebody's shedding or whatever, you know, they can still be able to pass, you know, herpes from one partner to another. Yeah. Um, one thing that I will also say is that when it comes to kind of like family on the family prevention side, condoms only work if you're using them properly. Right. So it's really important. Like all, like every, every time you buy like a three pack or a 10 pack of condoms, they'll have directions in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's kind of like you, can't drive a car if you if, if if you haven't had like driver's ed right like <laughs> yeah it's 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 important to educate yourself kind of like to protect yourself the same way so when it comes to condoms it's important you know to squeeze the tip right because you know you don't you don't want your guy to end up ejaculating and then everything kind of explodes right and then all of a sudden the whole purpose of using a condom is not on the void because somebody didn't use it properly i bet right? you that's the thing people don't um, know though that you got to squeeze the tip yeah. because if they come yeah. it's it's not going to, it's going to explode everywhere. Most people don't probably even because, know that. Like, not only that, like, like, I think that there was a stat that basically said, like, come travels at about 30 miles an hour. Oh, wow. I like. <laughs> That's powerful. <laughs> That's why we're going to have a lot of Corona babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, so what ends up happening is, and, and, and one good thing about like, you know, not only our condoms, but some of the other condoms on the market, is that, you know, they're triple tested, right? So what that means is that, you know, one test is the electronic pinhole test. So like, you'll, you'll almost like an infrared kind of like test where, mm-hmm. where the condom will spin and it'll be able to test for small holes that the eye wouldn't be able to recognize, right? And then another test that, you know, will do like a lot of tests for like an air pressure test. So what that is, imagine like you blow it up like a balloon yeah. and you see at what elasticity does it burst, right? And then it's supposed to burst between like, and that'll kind of tell you internally, how strong that batch of condoms is. Hmm. And then the last one is similar to that, but it's like a, it's a water leak test. So you'll fill it up with water, almost like a water balloon. And then you'll see literally like how much water can it fill before it, before it bursts. Um, oh, wow. And that's why like, even all of the condoms that come here, like we're, 
we're registered with the F FDA every year. We pay tens of thousands of dollars in insurance alone because each condom is a, like a potential lawsuit. Mm, so like, I was just going to ask you condoms, that. How do you protect yourself from yeah, your, your, your business like, of like, protection? Oh my gosh, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and that's why a lot of times like people will be like, you know, I want to get into the condom game. I'm like, my man, you got no idea. Yeah. Like it, it ain't all what it's made out to be. Like it's an expensive business to run because the way it is, is we make a few cents on every, on every product that we distribute. So if we're oh, not selling it. like the volume yeah. that like we're selling, right? Like for me and I sell government, right? Like I sold 40 million condoms last year, but did I make 40 million now? No, I wish I did. How much is You're 40, see me rolling with my Rolls Royce and all of that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like where, so where would we buy your condoms at though? Because we're, if we're not familiar with them, what store should so, we be going into? Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, like right now, like you can, you can get them online. You can get them at on like bcondoms.com. Um, you can also get them on like Amazon. Those are like the retail spots. We're actually beginning to roll out our retail. So by mm -hmm. 2021, like, you know, Corona slowed things down a little bit, but by 2021, we'll be in most stores. Um, and then also you can get them at like most, like given like the health departments or whatever. So we have a contract with California. So like some of the different areas in California, like some of the different regions will carry our condoms with a prime contractor for like the state of Illinois. So like we ship, you know, 10, 20 million condoms a year to them. Um, and then, you know, like if, if you're in any sub, southeastern state, we're, we're moving, you know, a couple of million condoms through there every year. Um, now, I know you said you get you have more clients and business in Atlanta, but talk to me about the United States, though. Who has more sex? <laughs> what states in the U.S. <laughs> are getting busy the most, having the most condom yeah, purchases? Like, <laughs> now, nah, that's actually a good question. Like. The funny thing about that is like, I, I like, and I, and I read a stat on this maybe like last year or so. Um, the U.S. is actually like in the top three in terms of like uh, how sexually active their men are, or how, how sexually active their people are, mm -hmm. um, which, which to me was like really interesting. I forget like some of the other states, I think like Nigeria was up there. I think they may have had like the U.K. or like Finland or one of them places or whatever. And then the U.S. was up there as well. Um, but yeah, but we're, we're definitely, people are definitely getting it in here. Um, and, and, and you can definitely see that by the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like, we want, we want to make sure that we grow your business though. Cause what you're doing is great for the community. And I think mm -hmm. that sex can also be an uncomfortable and taboo conversation that people aren't yeah. having enough of. So when you do want to know someone's status, if they are safe, or not what's how do you how do you suggest bringing up that conversation now that convert like i think a lot of it has to deal with timing right like i like you know everybody kind of makes a joke like you know a woman will know if she wants to sleep with you in the, like the first 10 minutes or so mm -hmm, right? first like, three seconds i think <laughs> how long how long does it take you Mari? like how, how many minutes you have to mentally mind fuck me. So because of that, <laughs> uh, and I like the chase, then it takes me a lot. It takes me three months. But uh, ask, three me, months? ask me in my 20s. Ain't, ain't no. nobody waiting for three months. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, I know. I know usually like based off of first conversation. But statistically, though, it's within the first 30 seconds. They know if they want to sleep with you or not. Wow. 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 So no, like things like that are very interesting. Right. So I think what happens is once that kind of like decision is made, then it's kind of like properly planning. Well, like what does condom negotiation look like? And the funny thing is like, there's this whole research field right now that's known as like condom negotiation. Like how do you negotiate that point at which somebody brings up a condom? 
Yeah. Right. Because what happens a lot of times is you may have a guy that may take it out of his pocket just to kind of show it with no intent on using it. Right. right. And like, yeah. Or you may have like a woman which may say, you know, I want to use a condom. Yep. But the man will be like, ah, and then and then she won't know how to kind of come back and be like, nah, like, dude, I'm really serious. No, right? yeah, we need to use this. Um, and then the and then the last aspect that ends up being very difficult is situations where like they'll be engaged in sex and then a man will take it off, right? Like oh, and then wow. be able to kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. ladies we have to be That's mindful. Absolutely. We gotta watch him. <laughs> yeah, you know, if my man hitting it from the back, you better like, you know, tap put your hand back in double yes, check double check, double like. check. <laughs> but sometimes too there's situations where a woman in order to feel closer to you to make into in the hopes that you're not sleeping with someone else will also tell you to take it off if you guys have been wearing it yeah. thinking that oh well now you're sleeping with me which means you're not sleeping with anyone else which is very untrue that just yeah, because yeah. he takes it off does not mean that you are the only one trying to be the only one mm -hmm. So we, we, have to, we have to continuously be mindful of that in our intimate experiences, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, that, and, and you're a thousand percent right right there. And then, and then a lot of times the truth is a lot of people just genuinely don't like using condoms. I mean, right? they don't like, feel as good though. And I'm pro-condom usage, but I know <laughs> that has come out of my mouth and I will be honest and transparent with you it is a different feeling like you you know and yeah yeah, and yeah. that is the, the number one thing that people's argument is of why they wouldn't wear them it's not even about not having them it's you know oh it's a different yeah. feeling what's your rebuttal to that mm -hmm. and i would say this and, and i think a lot of that also has to deal with like the age of the partner as well or like how how well somebody is in shape right like um the truth is is there a different feel with the condom than, than without yes right but it's all but one thing is Different people like different experiences, right? Yeah. Like some guys want a super tight fitting condom, right? Like because they feel like they like like it allows them to have, you know, like a more intimate feel, mm -hmm. right? Some 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 women may prefer like a rib condom, right? That has like little like ribs or whatever on the side, or like a or like a studded condom, mm -hmm. right? Or like, you know, I think what it really kind of becomes is like for example, we offer twelve different types of condoms. Oh wow! Right, like. Not There's all for retail, but types like, of condoms you can have. <laughs> <laughs> nah, trust me. We got like tropical flavors, tropical colors. Oh, okay, you know, okay. Ultra sensitive, ultra thin, like whatever you want. Chances are there's a government out there that has it, right? So like, I think what it becomes really is the education part. And I think all of this always kind of comes back to education, right? Like learn what it is about you that gets you there, mm -hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, if, if you ain't climaxing, you ain't really doing it right. Like something's got to change. Correct. Right. Like you're really only doing it for to, to ease that sensation and the kind of like, you know, and otherwise people get real edgy. Like, you know how many people like on edge right now with this Corona and not being able to kind of like release that energy. Yeah. Like, A lot of sexual like, tension it, going on right now. Yeah. And, that, and that's real. It ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, so I, I think when it comes to it, yes. Is there a different feel with the condom than without? Yes. And I'll acknowledge it. But can you get to like 80% of what you would genuinely like with a condom? Yeah. Yes. And is that other 20% worth having a feeling that if she gets pregnant, I'm going to be mad as hell at myself or if this guy wouldn't burn her up or whatever, nope. like, is it really worth that? Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta take like, like, like yeah. no, a that's high level, all factors in the place, right? Points. Let them know. Right. Cause we don't want any excuses. <laughs> I'm married now. So I can go out around like yeah. this but when it comes to you know when you are single or in a relationship even 
you want to make sure that you 100% trust the partner that you're with. And even when I, you know, before I was married, if I did decide to ever take the condom off, it was always a conversation about when am I going to get your test results? Here's mine. Where are yours at? Before I went there. (laughs) No, because I'm serious. I'm like, wait, I have too much to lose. The truth is, yo, dude, there's some grimy dudes in these streets, right? Like dudes would be like, yeah, she got to be clean. The doctor, she ain't coming back that I know I'm good. (laughs) Like literally that's a lot of like that's how a lot of men will approach it like yeah i know she clean i had sex with her she ain't tell me nothing so i know i gotta be clean I'm no, like, Yo, but, my, my man like that is not like um uh, in all in all honesty and in in all seriousness you want to go into such an intimate and vulnerable place of being you know naked and with a partner feeling 100% safe and secure. It will make the sexual experience a whole lot better as well when you know your status and you know your partners as well. And so having that conversation or even the, you know, sharing test results, even even if you do wear a condom, test result exchange is, it may not sound like it's the sexiest, you know, gift to give, uh, but, you know, it, yeah. it is preventative and you will, yeah. you know, thank yourself later for knowing what the status of that, you know, partner is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now, like, trust, like, we get a lot of emails, like, literally was going through emails the other day, like, you know, can 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 you all direct us to, like, a health center or something like that? The girl that had sex with a guy, all of a sudden, she has, like, a UTI, right? Mm. Like, like, and she's like, I don't, I don't know if it was because, like, the guy wasn't clean. Then she, yeah. and, and, I, and, I, and when she was explaining it, she was like, you know, dude already knew exactly, like, what medication she should be taking. So it's like, <laughs> my man, you knew you, you knew you. Wow. You are, you are, you are, you are, like, like, wow. Like, like, yo, try to get that. Like, you know, they got it. Wait, she didn't have a, like, a UTI, then she had an STI. Cause yeah, the UTI yeah, would just yeah. be, that's, that, that would be just like be, a urinary tract infection. Yeah, a urinary tract yeah. infection. But if yeah, he knows yeah. like the no, 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 no. and everything, she, he gave her an STI. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh no. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, See, you want to be able to have you know enjoy and, then, and, then, and, then I'll, I'll, and i'll tell you something interesting as well like you know we'll do a thing called platinum talk mm-hmm. which is like you know we'll invite like different like experts or whatever from like different like communities or different areas that yeah. may and somehow kind of like relate to condoms so yesterday we had the sex educator on there one of the one of the interesting topics she was talking about was like the duty to disclose right mm-hmm. so like in some states you know it's people aren't required to tell you if they're yeah. hiv positive right so like now imagine you went and had sex with like this guy, whatever, you know, y'all did, y- y'all did your do y'all are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then like two or three months later, mm. he kind of like tells you, you know, baby, baby, you know, I didn't know how to tell you whatever. Yeah. Then you're faced with that situation. Right. Like, and you know, there are things called like prep, you know, which can may kind of like be able to decrease, you know, mm-hmm. the, the odds of somebody being able to, to, to transfer it. But there's a lot of issues that you'd rather know on the front end. Yeah. Right. Than on the back end. Right. But the same is kind of true with like, you know, I, I, I just really you don't need to be sleeping with everybody. man. It ain't worth the stress. Like it'll end up really costing you. Like I had boys, you know, got the wrong woman pregnant. Right. And they, pay, they paid for that. Like they yeah. love a kid. Don't get me wrong. They, they, they love to be a dad all day. But if you end up in the wrong relationship, man, like you could really adds like a level of stress onto your life that just it ain't worth it a lot of times. 
So the, the moral of the story is exercise caution and wisdom as much as possible <laughs> by wearing your condoms. I'm even telling yes. wait, I'm even going as far as telling uh, as a matchmaker right now, I'm setting up Zoom dates and FaceTime dates. And I always let them know in advance, like, okay, this is, you know, you on, you know, video chat, but wear a screen protector. So I make sure like have your, have your cell phone in a screen protector. You never know. No, I'm joking. But the second, the second phase of, you know, if they decide like that, they're going to, you know, see each other, you know, I can't as much as, you know, the spicy life is like, we do not condone you guys seeing each other right now during, you know, COVID, you should be quarantining. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people take it upon themselves to, you know, go out and see one another. And so, you know, it's, if anything, the first question is, you know, oh, do you, you know, you, have you been quarantining? You know, do you have COVID? You know, have you been tested yet? We're asking that before we would even ask if they have an STD and we're going to go hook up. Like, how come we are, how how come we are so pushing asking about Corona, but we're not pushing asking about someone's, you know, STD status? Mm. Why are we so comfortable with that question? But, but the interesting thing is that's also ha- what's happening in the health department as well, right? Like all of the funds are mm-hmm. moving from like STDs no. into Corona, right? Like What? So really? Lot, like, yeah. Like you got to think all of these governments, like all of this Corona response stuff, like that money has to get pulled from somewhere. Yeah. Right? So on their side, like if the health department, let's say has $10 and let's say four of it used to go to, towards STDs, now STD may be able to get like one or two and oh, the rest of that's going towards Corona. Wow. But I, I really worry as much about like getting STDs. Like that's the, I think a lot of times people are more worried about like, there's really like the two kind of like incurable ones, like herpes or HIV. Mm-hmm. Like I've known guys be like, yeah, you, you know, you catch chlamydia, don't worry. You know, you just go on a se- <laughs> seven day session. <laughs> like, you just get a shot in the booty if you get that gone. Like, <laughs> and and, and they, they're good with that. Like they're like, yo, I, I owe it to my, I hurt myself, I'll own it, and it'll be gone in seven days, right? Like, whereas the things that really concern folks are things that you can't turn back the clock on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're praying, oh, baby, don't, Lord, don't do this, don't do me wrong. Like, <laughs> but even if you <laughs> give, find, uh, you know, like, you know, the, no, but even if you give, you know, the chlamydia or gonorrhea, yes, those, there's, you know, an antibiotic that you can take for that. But if your partner doesn't know that she has it or, you know, he doesn't know that he has it and he's yeah. spreading it to other people, not everybody is getting tested and finds out that they have it. So that turns into other health complications later on down the line. Yeah. If you are, you know, if you have that and you don't know. And so that's why it's still, again, let's reiterate. A thousand percent. Use <laughs> no, no matter what, use a condom. Use a condom. <laughs> Uh, I really do. I am a huge advocate like of safe sex. So that's why when um, I found out about your company, I'm like, oh no, I have to have Jason, you know, come and talk about this because we're not talking about enough. We're so focused on talking about wearing masks that we're not reiterating to everyone to continue wearing condoms. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see a huge surge after um, Corona, after they let us back out. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah, trust like that. Like that's something I would actually welcome. and, And I think part of the reason um, that, you know, we're so happy kind of like in our product is because some of the features and what we know it provides a community, which may have not existed to the level that we brought it. Yeah. At, right. Like one of the things that women really love about our condom is it's, is it's, it, it has no scent. It has no like smell to it. Right. Oh, like, nice. One of the biggest issues that we always heard about, like whether it's Trojan or like, like, you know, it has like that strong, strong condom scent. Um, you know, we had to invest heavily to make sure that we got that out of our kind of manufacturing process yeah. so that the end product was a lot more kind of like natural and a lot more organic, right? Like 
you know, when we invest in on the lubricant side, we invested and tested that to make sure that it would be more sensitive and more accommodating of women's bodies, right? Like, you know, given we may have been small, kind of like, but we always had big dreams, right? So it's like, you know, you always kind of move forward with the mindset that you really want to make sure that what you're passing around in a community is actually better than the competitors. Because a lot of yeah. times people look at me like, you know, like, how do I know your stuff is good? Right? Yeah. Like, or how do I know? And if I try to cut those corners, I could be exposed. Yeah. Right. So it may take me a little bit longer to grow, but I know that like, I'll put my condom up against anybody. <laughs> anything, right. Like, cause I it's know what it is. Right? Like, I, yeah. I, 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 I know the whole operation. Like I, and I know what I'm up against. Um, and because I think I have that level of expertise, I'm just a lot more confident in what I'm doing and how I'm saying it. Give me the spark, the moment, I know you said you were previously a lawyer and you wanted to start your own company, mm -hmm. but why condoms? Like what was the, was it a person? Was it a thing that you were like, you know what? I think condoms is what I'm going to create. Cause that is such a random, you know, rubber. I mean, that's like a yeah, random yeah, product yeah. to decide to push. I mean, I, I'm in the relationship industry and I push love, but it's, it's very yeah. similar in the sense <laughs> that it's a niche of what you're doing, you know, yeah, what, what, yeah, what sparks yeah. that? I think, so for me, what, what happened was like, before I went into law, I used to have like a tech company, right? And then what happened was, you know, the market collapsed like in 09 or whatever. We had already had like venture capital funding and all of that. And I never thought I was going to have to work again in my life, right? But one, but one of the things that happened around that period is I dealt with a lot of racism and stuff like mm. that, right? And then I also dealt with like the challenges trying to raise money as a black man, right? Mm. So one of the things that I looked at and I dealt with like market factors, right? So when I, when I left that experience, I had kind of like a few requirements. One was that I would develop a business that would be made for and customized to the black community, mm -hmm. right? So when I looked at like the Bob Johnsons, when I looked at the black folks that really made a lot of money, yeah. a lot of times it came out of the community. They came in and were like, yo, we're going to own this at least for black people, yeah. right? Then, so that was one part. I think the next part was, you know, I wanted something that would be recession proof. Right. Mm. So I looked at two industries. Really. <laughs> You're preparing for COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like COVID hit and I'm like, I'm good. Like y'all ain't like, like, we, we, we may get a little like bump here at there, but like we ain't closing doors. And the two industries that I looked at were caskets and condoms. Wow. And I was like, yo, people are going to, cause I looked at all of the black funeral homes and I'm like, yo, who owns these caskets? You got to get past through there. Mm. I didn't see a black company. Right. So I'm like, yo, you already have established distribution where you could literally sell through all of these like black funeral homes. And then I looked at condoms. And then the reason why I picked condoms was that like the minimum order was a little bit lower and I need a little bit of money to, and I, I, I figured I could self-finance, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas like caskets would have been a little bit more challenging because, yeah. you know, when you bring them over in a container, a container can only hold so many. So you got to have a, little, a lot more kind of like upfront money. Um, and then the last part that I wanted, because I was a bio major, right? Initially, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. I thought all of that. Then went into law and became like a patent attorney like that. I was burnt with that. Like, I've lived <laughs> like nine lives, right? Like, and I wanted to really have an impact. Um, and then like growing up, like, you know, my mother used to run a detox and transitional care facility okay. for like drug addicts and crack addicts mm -hmm. and, and alcohol. And she and I were talking, we were like, you know, why is it that all of these, you know, organizations give away all these condos, but none of us own them? Right. Like, and she was like, you know, that's a good idea. And then immediately when I saw it, I was like, hmm, the last element of nightlife. So we right? Cause you know, everybody mama. thinks about like, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm young, I'm black and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get big. I'm gonna be like Ciroc in the hand, like, you know, living my life. 
Um, but that didn't end up being it. But those were kind of like the three. I wanted a community impact. I wanted to build almost exclusively in the black community where I wouldn't have to worry about nothing white. Um, and then, you know, I wanted something that would be recession proof so that like I would have my own sense of stability yeah. regardless of what would happen because I didn't want to wake up. Like, let, let's say like Corona hits right now. I don't want to be at this stage and place in my life and having to figure out how do I start over again? Yeah. Right. So I necessarily a lot of people are going through that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I semi kind of planned for it years ago. No, that's incredible. And I'm happy that you didn't go with caskets in preparing for our death and you decided to give us condoms and help save our lives instead. <laughs> Great job, Jason. Shout out to Jason's mom, Jason, Mrs. Panda, if you are listening. Good job in sparking uh, that in your son's mind. Uh, we, we definitely appreciate you, you know, helping provide our community with this product. Um, I'm not, yeah. I, I, I want to like make sure that everybody has an opportunity to be able to try them and to use them. I want them to support your business. So you're going to have to let, once again, everybody yeah. know where they can buy them, where they can find you. Uh, ladies, email okay. me if you want to holler at Jason. I will um, give it to the highest bidder. Uh, <laughs> no, but let everybody know where to find you for real. Yeah, yeah. So no, if you want to find us, definitely follow us. You can follow us at, at B Condoms, just the letter B Condoms with an S. Um, if you want to buy us, we definitely appreciate all the support. You can buy us at B Condoms, just the letter B, condoms with an S, um, dot com. And then if you use the code B safe, you'll get like 20 or 25% off your uh, your purchase. So, you know, definitely use the, use the code. Um, and if you don't buy us from there, you can also get us on Amazon and they have like next day delivery and all of that. Beautiful. You guys buy Jason's condoms, B condoms. Uh, and you guys know you can always play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at Spicy Mari. Go to thespicylife.com, click and subscribe. Make sure that you share this episode with a friend. And there you guys have it. You have just been spiced. The Spicy.